0: Hello and welcome into the show. I hope that wherever you're listening in the world right now, that you are safe, that you're staying healthy amidst it all that's happening in our world. Today I'm going to be sharing something specifically for worship leaders and worship teams, but I hope that it'll be encouraging to you no matter what your field and no matter what your craft. It's something that I'm calling the virtual worship opportunity. <laughs> So if you happen to be listening to this podcast at a later date and you wonder what in the world I'm talking about, it is March 2020 and we are in the midst of the COVID-19 or the coronavirus that has literally swept the world and has shut down so many different things. Uh, Here in Kansas City, we are under a 30-day quarantine where you're being asked to not leave your home unless you have an essential need. We're currently on day three of that. And so, obviously, one of the places that's being affected by this mandatory quarantine are local churches and houses of prayer. This past Sunday, my Instagram, my Facebook was just filled with local churches who were streaming their worship. There was maybe one guy on a guitar and a guy on a djembe, and then they were streaming the preaching as well. And there was no one in the room. So, for the majority of worship leaders at local churches and houses of prayer for the foreseeable future, This is going to be your reality because of the COVID-19. You won't see anyone engaging with you during your set. You won't hear anyone singing with you. You won't see people raising their hands and you won't see anyone standing in agreement with you like you would on a typical Sunday morning. You are leading virtual worship for an audience of one because you cannot see anyone on the other side of that screen and there's no one else in the room with you. And that one alone, the audience of one, he is worthy of all of our worship. Now, of course, we know worship is all about him. It always has been and always will be. And though it's incredible to join together with the body of Christ to sing our adoration, uh, that's an amazing thing that we have as Christians as part of our faith that happens all around the world, you as a worship leader now have an amazing opportunity to recalibrate and refocus your heart to allow your worship to truly be all about ministering before an audience of one. Now, let's talk about this phrase, an audience of one, for a second. I grew up commonly hearing this phrase as a worship leader. It was was very part of the, the DNA and the makeup of the ministries that I was a part of. But if this is a new phrase to you, I love this story, and I feel like this really describes this ministering before an audience of one really, really well there's a man who has a piano recital and he has been trained under a master. And there's 5,000 people in this huge auditorium. And this man steps up to the grand piano and he plays this amazing piano piece. And at the end of it, there's just a roar from the crowd. There's 5,000 people who arise to their feet. And this pianist, he stands up and he goes down stage center and he takes a bow. And as he's looking at these 5,000 people, his eyes are drawn to the top of the auditorium to the far left top of the auditorium where his instructor is sitting. And his instructor gives him the thumbs up and the nod of approval. For this piano player who studied under this man for so many years, for so long, he loved hearing 5,000 people celebrate in what he was doing. But for him, he was playing for an audience of one. And there was one person in that auditorium that he was truly trying to please. And that is us with our worship. And I think about that often when I'm leading, especially in larger gatherings of people, whether things are going great. And I would say, man, that was a very successful, externally successful set, or whether it didn't seem that successful on the outside, I'm constantly asking and constantly looking for the nod of approval from Jesus, from my Father, from the Holy Spirit, that what I just did was truly for an audience of one and has his approval. So worship leaders, when it's only him watching, will you still show up and lead with strength? When it's only him listening, will you still lift your voice and sing with passion? Let this time reset your heart. Let this time reset your focus on why you're actually doing what you do. Let us never forget that we're leading worship for God first and people second. People must always be second. Now, I want to make note that there's nothing more holy or more spiritual about worshiping in an empty room versus worshiping in a room full of people. But when the room is empty and it's just you and God, it's a lot easier to get in touch with the true state of your heart. And this is what I believe is the gift of God to us as worship leaders in this time. When the people, the lights, and everything that could distract you or give you a false sense of being filled is all stripped away, and it's just you and your guitar, are you still filled with wonder when you sing? Whether you're a worship leader, a student taking online classes, a businessman, or a mom at home with her kids, an empty room is a place ripe for encounter. No room is ever truly empty because the one who fills all in all is there. Now, for you as a worship leader, leading worship in an empty room for the next couple of weeks, that that might feel awkward. But consider that one of the deep desires of God has always been to meet with us Alone, in Matthew six six, Jesus says, "When you pray, go into your room, and shut the door. Pray to your Father." And I love this: who is in the secret place? The Father is waiting in the secret place to meet with you. So I pray that in this season, our hearts would echo the cry of our Father David, who said in Psalm twenty seven verse four: "He said, One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell." in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and behold the beauty of the Lord. So let's seize this opportunity to embrace the unique expression of worship with passion and wonder in our hearts, because truly He is worthy of our worship. Thanks so much for listening to the Rizcast Podcast. I always want to hear from you. Hit me up at podcast at Also a big thanks to Judah Earl for this original music for the podcast and also to Michael Dinsmore for the art design.